Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister, where today I, Rosemary McCabe, am joined by my sister, Beatrice McCabe, number one worldwide fan of Tim Riggins. Beatrice, how are you? <laughs> I'm good, thanks, Rosemary. It's true, I am the number one. I mean... Tim Riggins back in the day Friday Night Lights because I did Google Taylor Kitsch which is just honestly also a great name and I was immensely disappointed it's a bit like your Kevin Costner fangirling where like you fancy Kevin Costner still looks good no not in real life he doesn't in his khaki button downs and pleated trousers and high-waisted chinos no and his dodgy back backwards baseball caps no I thought you were saying his dodgy back for a second I was like that is not acceptable no no a Taylor Kitsch is like he's such a down and out you know soft-hearted loner in this tv show like I have to close my eyes just to think about him and okay no Taylor Kitsch is not a down and out loner Tim Riggins which is why I said you were a Tim Riggins fan Tim Riggins is a down and out loner. that's what I meant I said in American whatever it's called horror story no Friday Night Lights Meanwhile, in real life, I mean, looks so clean cut, like so nerdy. But if I were not 44 years old, and actually if people still made posters, even if I am 44 years old, I might actually go down to the poster store and get a Tim Riggins poster, except that it's, (laughs) I don't want one of these for my birthday now, Rosemary. Okay, I see you getting ready to Google this. I would have a poster, if I wasn't married, okay, there you go, in a house with five other boys, and had a shortage of wall space because of too much stuff hanging up. I would absolutely put up a poster of Tim Riggins. Absolute excellent actor. Actually hilarious. Not only can you get a poster of Tim Riggins, but you can get one that makes it look like you're just a really big fan of his football team. Like his fictional football <laughs> team. Oh, oh my God, you can get a trading card magnet. Look, get that for your fridge. 
I shouldn't have showed you. It would also make me look kind of like I know what sports are. Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, people would walk in and be like, oh, I've never heard of the Panthers. That looks like an interesting football team. Unless they were a Friday Night Lights fan, then they'd be like, losers. <laughs> but I have to say, I um, I resisted watching this for many years because I was like, what am I going to do with American football? Which I think is the theme of today's episode. Not the American football, but watching things about with topics may as their main topic, like some something you know very little. I about will them. summarize it. Yeah, go for it. Watching, <laughs> watching TV shows set in an industry about which you know little and have very little interest. Oh, oh no 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 no! When you said this was the topic, you said about which you know very little or next to nothing. Not about which you have no interest. I have a lot of interest in these things. American football. Yeah, because because also I it made me feel better that like all of the footballers were played by like 20-something actors, like 25, 26, versus like sitting there having a crush as I did on Noah Centineo, age 17. That was <laughs> creepy. Yeah, right? listen, but was... he's 35 and very clean cut and boring now as well. So you don't need to worry about that. No, he's not. He's like 22. No, not quite, but he is clean cut and boring. He looks fright. He's about 22. He looks absolutely... I mean, listen, let's not pass comments on young boys. Anyway, he's 22. He just looks very middle-aged. I don't even mean... It's not his looks. It's just all of a sudden he looks like a real settled man. And you know what? It's more that I just actually think he's a poor... He's a bad actor. Oh, he's not a good actor. I thought he was brilliant mm-hmm. in all the girls I loved about so much, whatever all it's called. All the boys I loved before. <laughs> Holy Jesus. You know who's an excellent actor, though, and who I think honestly was snubbed by the Academy? Lucy Liu in Shazam! Fury of the Gods. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I was literally watching it going, I could be an actor. She is desperate. I'd be better than this. Do you know what? I'm actually wondering if maybe we should have done an episode, TV shows about which you know anything, because that would be a much more, I mean... TV shows about which I know nothing are nearly every show I watch, if you think about it. Because like you're just mentioning Shazam there. What do we know about being a superhero? That's a movie, Beatrice. That's for another episode. Get back to Friday Night Lights. Okay, well, I watched She-Hulk recently and enjoyed it. What do I know about being a big green lawyer? But that's about the law. Like, as in, like, you'd have a little bit of a clue about the law and you'd have watched other shows about lawyers, like Ali McBeal. Friday Night Lights, I feel, is so specific because when people... No, no, let me finish, Beatrice. We can't interrupt you this episode because I want to do minimal editing. Friday Night Lights, when I first started watching that, it had been recommended by so many people. And I was literally like, why would I watch a show about American football? And then literally after series one, I was like, where can I get tickets to go and see American football? However, I then realized the games last about 16 hours, so I never went. You can talk now. Oh, thanks a lot. I was waiting for permission. I would say any lawyer listening to this, if there are any, are literally rolling their eyes. Lawyers don't Rosemary roll their McCabe's, eyes. At Rosemary McCabe's statement. They, they have do have a good poker face. No, they don't. Have you been watching the Gwyneth Paltrow, the excerpts oh, yeah. from the Gwyneth Paltrow <laughs> trial? No, they haven't. Are you friends with Taylor Swift? Who is this lawyer? Some aegis. And they're also really awkward for Gwyneth to have to go, well, not, not really. Like, I don't have anything against her, but no. She's also like, no, she's 20 years my junior. Like, not really. We're both famous and blonde. The whole thing is embarrassing. Yeah, you're, you're, you know, you're a, a tall, small, small woman. Oh, not that small. What are these weird personal comments? Really weird. But also, if you were Gwyneth Paltrow and you were involved in any kind of ski-related accident, would you not just be like, ah, you poor crate there, here's 20 grand? He's looking for 300 grand. Oh, well, I suppose that's a bit much. I mean, I don't know. I think, like, if he did truly fly into her back and then make grunting noises and give her the fright of her life like you're also being extorted here if she is telling the truth 
I mean, once you give him 300, what's to stop the next person saying, Gwyneth tripped me sideways when you just walked past her on the curb? Gwyneth Park. tripped me sideways. That'd be real Irish. <laughs> Gwyneth tripped me sideways. Okay. Tell me a TV show about which you know nothing. You know a lot of things and you're so knowledgeable. So I'd say you're going to be hard pushed now to find one. You're such an arsehole. You know that? Sometimes I'm like, I can't wait to do the podcast and it'll really put me in a great mood. And then other times I get 11 minutes in and I think, fuck her. You know what? I actually think I watch a lot of TV shows that I feel I really do relate to. Because like one of my favorite TV shows is Buffy. And then I love Dawson's Creek. And then I watch all these kind of teen shows because I still feel like I'm 15. Do you know what I mean? Why are you got your mouth open? Like, I am just like Buffy. No, it wasn't. No, no, no. When you got to Buffy, I just like, I was like, she's lost it, right? But the first statement... I watch things that I really can relate to. Really? The Bachelor? Really? Naked and Afraid? What's that other one? Excuse silent me, Silent in a Room in a Box? What's that one? Love is Blind, you absolute yeah. dope. <laughs> silent in a Room in a Box? Yes. Where do you even get this stuff from? Love is Blind and The Bachelor. Beatrice, I can relate to those because I feel great romantic love. Rosemary! And I'm obsessed with relationships. I know a lot about romantic love. I've been looking for it my whole life. Buy my book. This is not about you at July 2023. I think I'm going to start bringing you over. I'm going to start bringing a single rose over to your house and then like teasing you with it and then handing it to whoever else is in the room. <laughs> you wouldn't even know what to do with it. You wouldn't even. Yes, I would. Tell me. Okay. Okay. What would you say? What would you say as you hand out the rose? What did they say? Tell me. I would say. <laughs> I would say. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> say. The potential beautiful lady going home is... No, that's not what they do. Not Atlas! That's not what they do. What do they do? They pick up the rose that I can't actually decide. Is it a real rose or a fake rose? Anyway, pick up the rose. I'll demonstrate with this pencil. The rose is on the table, right? Yeah. They delicately go over. Okay, well, you obviously don't remember, so shut up while I tell you. (laughs) They go over to the rose. They pick it up delicately and they go, Not Beatrice. Will you accept this, Rose? And then not Beatrice walks up and goes, I will, thank you so much, and takes the rose. They have a kiss on the cheek, and then they go back to their place. And then the camera pans to show all these women, and then you know, because there's like three of them haven't got a rose. But why do they have a chaste kiss on the cheek, now T-E, not E-D, when, like, I know... snogging nonstop. Yeah, and didn't they go off and actually, like do the dirty deed in some cabin on like their final night away, whatever, when he... Fantasy suites. Can you just watch the next series? Then you'll know what you're... Let's watch the next series together. I couldn't, Rosemary. I'd be watching like, even right now, like I couldn't. I'd be watching through my fingers. I couldn't. There's actually, I have to say, there's a lot of tongue kissing throughout the whole series. And even I, Beatrice, not squeamish, even I have to look away sometimes. I'm like, I've just had it. That tongue has been in several meds tonight. I was just about to say that's, I couldn't, Rosemary, that's me channeling my inner mom, like as in mom, our mother inside of me. Yeah, I no, just I got couldn't that. because I, I mean, I read, I read all the recaps, you see, just to like see how ridiculous they are. So I read the one where like he went to fantasy suites with the three girls. First one, he says, listen, I'm not going to be doing anything with anybody. She's recaps. He sounds yeah. like me as a 20 something. I'll go home with you, but we're not having sex. Yeah. She's totally peeved and then is like totally put out by this. He then says to the second one, I'm not going to be doing anything with you. And then promptly has sex with her. And then says to the third one, I'm not going to be doing anything with you. And then tells the third one that he'd had sex with the second one, who's then peeved them, blah, 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 etc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was just like, not to sound like my mom, because like obviously everybody's had sex with somebody before. They Unless you're actually their first person to have sex with, right? Like not to state the... Yeah, state okay. The that was here. the most obvious sentence I've ever yeah. heard come out of your mouth. What I mean is like, 
I just could like, as in with mom, like, how could you be having sex with somebody who just had sex with somebody else the night before in Fantasy Suites? For listeners around the world, Rosemary is making a, I could absolutely do that <laughs> face. <laughs> I was more thinking, I wonder if I've ever had sex with somebody knowing that they had sex with somebody else the night before. I mean, I wouldn't put it past myself, but in what situation would you know, I suppose? If you're on holidays, if you're on like a Tenerife, Mallorca, I mean, I don't think people do these things anymore. Because all I hear about... Like a lad's trip. Yeah, all I hear, like a, one of those after school, you know, like end of leaving sir trips, like all I hear about Gen X and I was, oh, Gen X, I'm Gen X, Gen I'm, I'm a Zenial Gen Z is that all I hear about Gen Z now is that they're not drinking, they're not partying, they're extremely responsible. So like, I don't think they're doing lads trips and like having irresponsible sex with multiple partners, except if they're on The Bachelor. I think they could be doing these trips and like probably going to like Greek islands and really enjoying the scenery and doing a cacao ceremony somewhere. And maybe the most they do would be go to South America and do ayahuasca. I feel like they're all very spiritual now. Not to tar every Gen Zer with the same. Yeah, brush, but they're you know also I mean. on the Bachelor though, having sex with each other. Are they Gen Z though? They're in their late twenties. Say they're millennials. Rosemary, they're probably about fifteen. Quite honestly, the, just... no, no. The youngest one in the latest series was twenty-three. There was a big deal made out of it. Yeah, you're thirty-eight now, Rosemary. So that's why you think that they're all older. <laughs> it's not that I think they're all older. I think I'm a lot younger. So I think I'm the oh. same as them. But I know that I'm not. But um. Yeah, sorry, I don't even know where this was going. Yes, I relate to The Bachelor because I've spent my whole life looking for love, but now I've found it. So like, I watched The Bachelor with it like, poor you guys, still looking for your person. I found my person. I found my best friend. They're always going on about that. I'm just looking for my best friend. Oh my God. On TV, in front of everybody. Yeah, but oh, you know what occurred to me today? The Bachelor is basically a show about polyamory because for the duration of the show... The main, whether it's The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, is basically dating 12 people, 11 people, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6. And they're all in this relationship with this one person. And then they all live together. So it's kind of weird if you think about it. I did really enjoy Brett Michaels' Rock of Love. And I knew nothing about being a rock star or a groupie. I didn't watch that, but I actually remember you talking about it. But I mean, I heard it was good. I, I mean, when you're talking about polyamory and all living in the one house, I mean, I absolutely loved it. And Brett was constantly dating all of them and never quite, they never quite lived up to his rock and roll standards. I want to watch Married at First Sight, but I actually feel like I might relate too hard to that because I was talking to my friend Claire about it today and I was going, God, you could never be on that now because like you'd get coupled with somebody and you'd be like, oh, I hate that person. Whereas I'd be like, Oh, fancy him. Definitely fancy him. Love him. He's great. <laughs> like I'd be the perfect candidate, except for I'm too old. But listen, uh, you watch... and, you're, and you're married. Oh, yeah. Listen, you watch a lot of procedural and cop shows and you've never wanted to be a police officer, have you? Rosemary, I'm currently watching Will Trent. And I let me tell you. Wanting if to I be can... Will Trent's Chihuahua is not the same as wanting to be a police officer. His Chihuahua? What? No, Rosemary, I don't even pay attention to pets on TV. I'm not you. I would love to be a detective, the Lincoln lawyer, except I have very, very, very hard time following any clues. So I don't think I would be very good. Oh my God. You have a terrible time following clues. <laughs> you also, I can imagine you arresting somebody being like, okay, I'm going to do this interrogation now and just nervous laughing. I feel like you would go in and immediately be like, like doing that weird thing with your mouth where you're trying not to laugh. Why would I be doing that if this was a serious criminal? Because <laughs> <I think laughs> you'd get all nervous. I wouldn't be, n Rosemary, 
please do not underestimate me. Why would I be nervous? I am a strong and powerful woman. If I had all my facts in front of me in my case file, there would be no need for me to be nervous. Tell me, okay, facts and your case file. What else would you need as a detective? What other things do you think you would need to have in your arsenal? Very sharp suit, slightly ill-fitting. No, sure. Your one Angie just wears like tight khakis, always belted with a t-shirt tucked in. What was that, mom? Tight what? Khakis. 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 Tight khakis. Okay. Well, I don't have any khakis, so I'd be... You'd have to get some. You could wear your pink pants from Target with a belt and a t-shirt tucked into them. (sighs) That was bitchy. I would be wearing... (laughs) I would be following line of duties. I wouldn't be following... And Angie looks like the, you know, hot mess that she is intended to be. That's what her wardrobe is messaging. I would be the extremely killer detective not like literally killer but like the sharp-witted no-nonsense short-haired female detective although I wouldn't be short-haired because I really regret already getting my hair cut but I would be the long-haired version of that sharp-witted no-nonsense short-haired detective on BBC's line of duty you're already late for work you've been fired because you've been late for work now five days in a row because you're too busy picking out your outfit you're like what says no I would just a navy suit every day a different one have you ever owned a suit yeah really yeah. No, 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 no. I'm just, I can't remember ever seeing you in a suit. I can't imagine you in a suit. Yeah, I usually wear it as separates because every time I put it on, I go, who am I fooling? But if I was a detective, I'd own that suit. I had to wear a suit when I worked in the civil service. Remember at the age of 19 to wear a suit Did to you work? only work there for like two weeks or something? How long were you there for? Six months, you absolute bitch. Oh. I mean, that was one of my longer, longer held jobs. I mean, mom still wishes you were there. She still regrets you leaving. I know, a golden era for mom. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
But I don't think you would. Well, I mean, I suppose you're you're thinking about it as a fantasy, like you want to go in as a detective, but like you never actually really would think about that in real life. Sure, you wouldn't. Why not? I absolutely would if I could just go straight in as a detective, but I can't. Therefore, I can't. So well, that's what I'm saying. So, like, you would never I mean, become a police officer with a view to becoming a detective. Maybe I watched The Rookie with Nathan Fillion, and he's the rookie, the 40-year-old rookie. He's actually probably older than that. But, like, he's the beat cop now, and he's having a great time. Passed all his okay, exams. Okay, so do you want to go and be a beat cop? In California, potentially. Why California. Because the weather looks nice to be a beat cop out on the street. But like, I wouldn't like to be, I look at the poor guys here in Fort Wayne and the freezing cold mornings, waving the school buses on at 7.15 in the dark with their like road signal things. And I just go, oh. If you could see, now we can absolutely take road signaler off your list. If we could see the flopping of hands she just did there to signal the road signals. It was like she was like a baby bird trying to fly in oh, you know, the wrong direction. I'd be terrified as well because I'm always worried on their behalf that they don't have like enough reflective gear on. You know, because these cars drive very closely to them on like little narrow roads. Anyway, what about a lawyer? I do watch a lot of Law and Order, for one, which is mainly about police, but there are some law scenes in there. What about a lawyer? Like, like, would I like to be a lawyer? Yeah. I feel like I'd be terrible because I would just start crying. As soon as I got a point that I really wanted to argue, I'd start crying. I always do that when I get frustrated, when I feel like I can't get a point. Rosemary, Rosemary, you're underestimating yourself and giving yourself and all women a bad name as over-emotional Egypt. How That's why I'm giving, giving you women a bad name by saying that I am an overly emotional Egypt. Rosemary, of course you could hold it together in a courtroom if you were on the side of justice. Now, if you were on the side of the criminals, you probably would be really good, actually, because you wouldn't I'm even just care. Thinking, I think I prefer to be on the side of the criminals. Yeah. yeah, I was going to say you'd be terrible, but then as I mentioned the term criminal, your face shape changed and everything. I know, I just was like, huh. Yeah. Maybe that would be fun. I mean, I do truly believe that everybody deserves a fair trial. So, you know, the idea of defending a criminal going, you know, I know he did it, but if you can't prove it without reasonable doubt, then he's going to have to walk. Oh my God, speaking of which, I just got a text from my friend Liam to say that Adnan Saeed from Serial, his conviction has been reinstated. His what's been reinstated? His conviction has been reinstated. What? You know his, yeah, you know his conviction was overturned and now it's yeah, been reinstated. Yeah. Why? The court sided with an appeal brought forth by the family of Heyman Lee, Syed's ex-girlfriend and the victim of a 1999 murder. The family argued that they were not given enough notice to attend the September hearing that led to Syed's release. So it doesn't, it just means that another hearing will need to be held to reaffirm his release. Oh my God, what that a... That seems crazy, but what a nightmare for him. What a nightmare for all of them, in fairness. I mean, yes, sorry, what a nightmare for her family. They've all been through it. And like, imagine having a podcast made about your family no. tragedy. Like, whether or not no. they think he did it, it just... Or a TV show. Actually, so there's awful. a new documentary out about the impact of documentaries and real-life TV shows, etc., on the bereaved families of murder victims, etc. supposed to be mm. very good. We should watch that. Okay, so... Back to the TV show. So, I mean, here's another one that I, I probably know quite a lot about, actually. Westworld. You probably know a lot about... Let People. me guess. No, no. Oh. I'm guessing. I just you, told you. Well, I'm just going to pretend you didn't. You probably know a lot about riding horses. Have you ever ridden a horse? I have ridden horses. Thank you very much. Did you like it? Absolutely loved it. The horse was like liquid gold beneath my between my legs and I ga- galloped around at speed without, without a saddle. Liquid gold. Oh, you're yeah. making me feel all weird. 
<laughs> galloped around without a saddle. Why did you have to yeah. take that extra? Because that's why I was like your one in Westworld. So hang on, did you or didn't you like horse riding? Because you sounded very sarcastic there, and I can't. No, it's tell. Grand. I was terrified. I only went about twice. <laughs> I was absolutely terrified. <laughs> <laughs> did you get up on that camel in Turkey, or was that just me? That was just you, Rosemary. Just oh, you. God, you. Oh you, no, you I went on the, that very high. No, I went on the like tractor thing that was carted around behind the behind the camel in the um wet in the in the museum of marriage in turkey with julie and julie has a video that like in uh, honestly, tunisia right in tunisia that i think julie has like locked in a safe somewhere because it is truly cinematic magic of me whizzing around on this tractor at high speed screaming <laughs> on like a, an indoor circuit behind the camel <laughs> was she on the camel no she was she was wisely off with her phone taking the video of this Saying things like, I'll go next, you go first. And then, of course, she's like, oh, you're joking. Oh, my God. Just like that time you sent me off for that terrible facial. And I came back looking like I'd had like the ass appeal of my nightmares. And then you and Julie were like, we're not going. (laughs) We didn't know that was going to be bad. We were just like, oh, well, now we're not going. That was the same woman that you went to for laser hair removal, wasn't it? Oh, God, she, yeah, God bless. She was actually nuts in hindsight. Yeah, well, I didn't realize for like the first year that she wasn't doing it right. It's just like, why is this not working? Yeah, wasn't she waxing your legs first and then doing the laser hair removal? All right, moving on. Oh, that's wrong. That's wrong, by the way. Well, I said legs, didn't I? Oh, Jesus, keep going. (laughs) Okay, so. um, So, so, back to Westworld. Oh, you know what, actually? You're very good at acting like you don't see anything bad going on. You know when the kids are being nightmares? You know in Westworld when they go like, Father, look, I just found this thing. And he goes, looks like nothing at all to me. I'll be like, Beatrice, Beatrice, the children are tearing down that. Looks like nothing at all to me. She goes back to her book. You'd be very good at that part. I don't know why this is... We were supposed to be having a serious conversation about TV shows. We are having a serious conversation about TV shows. What else? Well, I really enjoyed Friday Night Lights, honestly. I was... I I actually found myself just wanting the drama to be over so that they just get to the football scenes, which... Is alarming. Um, I yeah, even messaged yeah. my friend Kevin and said, bring me to a football game, please. Bring me to a football. <laughs> bring me to a football game, <laughs> please. There's a and difference between watching. He said he will bring me to a football game. There's a difference between watching and playing, as I realized when I really enjoyed on, on Sunday evening, going to see the ice hockey Did players. you really enjoy it? Yeah. The ice hockey players, not the ice hockey itself, just the players. No, no, the ice, I couldn't see them. I could just see the ice hockey game. And like every time there was a goal, the, like the enthusiasm in the stadium was, you know. But I don't think you'd like American football as much without being like, oh, Matt Saracen's going in. Like, oh, there's Tim Riggins has the ball. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think I'd care about random footballers. <gasps> oh, I need yeah. these fictional characters from this TV show to be running around. Yeah, and I'm not going to let my kids play football. So that's a problem. What are you going to let them play? Ice hockey? Swimming? I wouldn't let them play ice hockey. It was as violent. Oh, was sure. it? Somebody was telling me, um, Kerry, whose brother actually works in the NHL as a sports therapist trainer or something, was telling me that they actually, that, like they were all fighting and pushing each other. It was like American football as well. Yeah, they were all shoving each other out of the way and breaking the hockey sticks and all this. And she said that there are actually designated people on the team known as the fighters. They're the ones who like get into the fisticuffs and they train and everything. Yeah. That would not be you. Are there designated people knowing as the like hiders? Oh, that would absolutely be me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, also, you know, even the goalie was like down on his knee pads, given his all. I mean, that's why I always hated being in goal. I just always oh, wanted to be. Oh, I know. Well, I hated being in goal because I just knew I was going to let people down. I was like, I'm not going to dive. 
I'm not going to jump. I'm not going to throw myself at that ball. I'm just going to try and get like do a little half-hearted run. And if I don't get there, I don't get there. I'm so afraid of pain. Do you know what I mean? I'm so afraid of hurting myself. Just can't. I'm. It's not. I don't even know if it's the pain. I think it's the humiliation. I'm afraid of diving for the ball and missing it. You know what I mean? And it going in over my head, and me being like covered in mud on the ground, being like, "Well, that was pointless." Well, they'd actually probably love you at the end. You'd be like, "Well, you'd be a big like mud covered hero." They'd be like, "Oh, she gave it her all." That's what they talked about on Friday Night Lights. It was all about playing with heart. Play with heart. He played with heart. Your man is good as well, isn't he? The coach, even though I hated him. And what was that other thing that he was in about the newspaper? Remember he used to get the Tomorrow's newspaper today, like that Brennan's ad. <laughs> what? Do you remember he was in the TV show where he picked up the newspaper and he was like, this is weird. And it was Tomorrow's newspaper. And he kept, it was called like Daily Edition or oh. Early Edition or something. And, and he got the, like the prophecies from Tomorrow's newspaper. And then he I had to go around that. trying to save people. Oh, so so you enjoyed that. I mean, you know, and that obviously is very similar to today where you're able to tell what's going to happen tomorrow. It's like having a weather app. I can't even tell you even invented. today, Beatrice. Oh. So many times in the last year or two, people have said to me, how was your weekend? And I've literally gone, oh, it was great. With uh, While my brain is like empty. I have no idea what happened. What did I do this weekend? No idea. You went to ice hockey. Yeah, I was trying to think, what did I do? Oh, on Saturday, I made lemon cake. That was the highlight of my day. Oh, you came over and watched my baby. That was a big, oh, a big yeah. highlight. Oh, yeah. You had a great time. You yeah, were an excellent was... babysitter. Refused to take any of my directions and then was surprised when he wouldn't go to sleep. Excuse me. I took all of your directions. Thanks a lot. <laughs> even though I argued with you while you were in the house, I was like, why do I even argue? Because I'm going to do exactly what she wants when she leaves, which I did. And then I, when he woke up later on crying, I had to bring him down and face him away from me because every time he saw my face and realized that it wasn't you, he freaked out. So for like the last hour before you got home, I sat directly behind him. Poor you his, and poor Atlas. Yeah. And listening to the TV at max volume. Oh, she, she couldn't figure out how to use the remote. I had to yeah, turn the volume Push down. harder. Push harder. So go on. What TV shows and what else do you watch? Do you watch any medical shows? Because I feel like I've just never wanted to be a doctor. I've never wanted to be a nurse. I don't ever want to be in the hospital, in fact, for anything. And still, I watched Grey's Anatomy for a little while. You watched Dior, didn't you? No. Oh, I thought you did. I think I was living in Paris or something at that point. I didn't have a TV for many years. Though now, like, now I'm like, how did I not have a TV? I should get rid of my TV. I was so productive. Were you? Yeah, I went out all the time and had a great social life. Does that count as productivity? It does to me. I was highly productive socially. You were all, you're always out and about at some market or another. I'd love if there were some great. nice vintage markets. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be brilliant. Do you watch anything like that on TV? Do you watch like, what's it called? Travelling Roadshow, what's it called? Antiques Roadshow. What yeah, is that... wrong with you? You cannot retain <laughs> a single. What did you say about Love is Blind? Talk to me in a box silently. Wasn't that something? Yeah, but like... you know what? It's like they say, it's all about language is only for communication and you understand me perfectly. So we are a ahean or A1, as they say. We're actually not a ahean because we're on a podcast. So it's probably important that other people understand what you're saying as well as me. Yeah, but you're immediately translating. So thanks for that. Well, yeah, you need me to be here. You know what? You know what I did watch? I watched The Bold Type, which is about three young 20-something women working in a women's magazine. And I oh. really enjoyed that because I watched it and I was like, this is ridiculous. It's like, none of this is realistic. Like, they were basically, they'd go to these editorial meetings and be given one single piece to write that was due in two weeks. Oh, yeah. Like, I watched that's not Devil's, how it worked. 
I watched The Devil Wears Prada, which I know you're going to tell me is a movie. And I was similarly like, I don't know why everybody's making such a big deal about this movie being amazing. So unrealistic. Nobody gets given all these designer clothes. She really was not treated badly in the greater scheme of how I had seen people be treated and how I myself was treated. She was actually treated with kid gloves, immediately got promoted, hung out with Anna Wintour, like, sorry, stop complaining. It was the only scene that approached reality was the one where all the models had the like paper mache animal heads on in the park. I would just like to clarify that film was only allegedly about Anna Wintour. Anna, oh. do not sue us. We know you're a big Not Without My Sister fan. Beatrice, can I also clarify, just because you have seen people be treated badly does not mean that Anne Hathaway, the worst character in film history, was was not treated badly. Like, she was treated badly. It was a shit job. She wasn't treated that badly. She was treated badly by her boyfriend. Oh, her boyfriend was terrible. But she was also, you know what, she was also terrible. You know, and she's like, she, she looked down her nose. What I more meant. She wanted to be like a quote unquote serious journalist. What I more meant was that she was not treated worse or exceptionally badly. And everybody was watching it going, I can't believe anybody would get treated like that. But actually she got treated well by comparison because nobody, nobody gets given all these designer dresses and brought on buying trips and front row anything. Oh, well, yeah, the designer, like when she turned up in the head to toe Chanel tweed was absolutely ridiculous, but like that kind of made it enjoyable. I do love a makeover scene in a movie, but the whole bit where she had to get the Harry Potter book, that was stressful. She was going to be fired if she didn't get it, Beatrice. I have no recollection of that, but I have a <laughs> colleague of mine, the night of the fashion show was dispatched off on a, a regular plane to get on a five hour car ride to rent a car get a fi- to procure a pair of boots that had been sent to the sample room that the designer decided they want to wear that night and was sent off on a like a 48 hour jaunt to pick up these shoes and get back in time for the fashion show and like he arrived back at 6 30 p.m all because this is what they wanted to wear and decided that the day before oh my god and did they wear the boots imagine if they didn't i don't know i think they did i would actually die that was that'd be so stressful remember the one time that i flew standby to new york to visit you and i didn't know to the very last minute that i was going to get on the plane you're basically like no there are 10 people ahead of you you're not getting on and then at the like with literally 10 minutes to go they went oh you can actually get on because a connecting flight hasn't arrived so we have space but you need to run and literally i got down to pre-clearance or something and i was like i wish i just paid the 600 quid for my flights this is so stressful. sweat running down my sweat everywhere but you can imagine my, my arms popped out like i was just soaking wet standing in that pre-clearance line I'm sure they were like, this one is full of heroin. That's probably why they put you to the back of the line. They were like, she's suspiciously sweaty. I know. And then, most infuriatingly, the woman who was on standby who got on the plane directly ahead of me, they put her in first class. Oh, I remember that. They probably couldn't have put me in first class. I would have been stinking. I would say mom had given them a note. Do not put my daughter in first class. She is raging that she she herself has never been in first class and everybody else in the family has at some point been upgraded. And she is extremely resentful about this at some point we'll have to get her a first class ticket somewhere very very close by so it's not very expensive yeah well i just was gonna say i don't like your use of the word we if that's something that you think you'd like to do for our mother bon chance as they say you can do that i flew business class to brussels once it's only a very short flight though and business was just like it wasn't really that much different you just got dubliner and brown bread which i mean i was very happy about at the time oh sounds delicious in fairness so what have we learned about watching television shows with topics about which we know nothing? Don't believe everything you see on TV. Don't ever tell Beatrice she wouldn't be a good lawyer because I feel like you took that a bit personally. Uh, I don't know. Do we have to learn lessons all the time? I mean, it would be semi-helpful. What did we learn about you in this? I think we learned that I couldn't be a detective because I couldn't do the hard work to get there. 
I'm more worried about my clothing than I would be actually about the ins and outs of the job itself, the job requirements. I just really want to get somewhere, look great, and yet not have to do too much deduction about anything. I would not be able to catch a criminal mastermind. So you want to be Anna Wintour, basically, and not a detective. I think she does work very hard, though. I would say her job is relatively stressful. Yes, I'm not sure. You know, I mean, most jobs are relatively stressful. The main thing I've learned is that you can buy a Tim Riggins magnet and it looks like you're just a football fan. Oh my God. Okay, well, I'll look forward to that for Christmas or my birthday's coming up sooner. What age will you be? <laughs> On that note. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Not Without My Sister is recorded in studio in Fort Wayne by Don Kirkland, who also wrote our theme tune and the original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. 